Can you hear me? I can hear you crystal clear. I can sounds hear you. Like a, sounds like the, the voice of an angel. Oh, look at you. Already flattering. We don't need Joseph. Know. This is your we show don't. now. This is the Arsene Arsene podcast, folks. We're doing things. We're we're off the hinges right now. We're going crazy. We're doing things different. We're doing things my way. You know, there's a lot of things. I don't like to, you know, talk bad to the hoop man, to his face, but there's some changes coming, okay? I mean, I can talk bad if you want. Sure, go right ahead. If you have anything bad to say, now is the time to air out any grievances. Okay, here we go. He spends too much money on shoes. Oh, got him! That's a... Damn, bro, that might be a little too personal. I hope that we won't, you know, we might have to edit that one out. Wait, is this the pre-show or no? <laughs> this is the pre-show. Oh, this is shit. the pre-show. So we say we say whatever. We say we do whatever oh, here in dang. the pre-show. Sometimes we have to edit things out. I don't know if you heard last week's episode. I did have to edit out, like, uh, a little half-second clip. I will not repeat it, but it was a little out of pocket. So Well, know, then we, that, that comment was out of pocket, so why don't we just start the pre-show over, and then I'll be less out of pocket. Nah, there's no restarting the pre-show, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're once you're in it, you're locked in, bro. You are locked in, but it's okay. It wasn't too bad. I, Should I, I, I compliment was just being a, Joseph in return? Yeah, let, let's do a little compliment. You know, I know he's uh, feeling down in the dumps right now, and I'll, I'll explain to the folks at home later on once we get into the real show. But uh, just explain it right now. The hoop man got his uh, wisdom teeth took, snatched right out of his mouth. So. Uh, He's he's not talking. This was like two, three days ago. So he's not talking. Um, he's not eating solid foods. So if you are really feeling for him, please just send him a picture of like, you know, some crunchy fried foods that he can't eat. <laughs> Did I ever Don't tell play. you that I, I've had my wisdom teeth taken out, but I've also had my jaw broken before. So no way. Yeah. Do you want to I'm going to put it into a podcast. I don't know if I've ever said this publicly. So here we go. Do you want to know okay. how I broke my jaw? I I'm, I'm curious. I this is know. a hot exclusive for the player player pod. Uh, I was punched in the face accidentally by someone on a dance floor when I took my friend's sister to prom. No, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds of that? How much for? What was my man's doing? I mean, what kind of moves was he hitting? She. Oh, she, she, yeah, she was like a uh, championship wrestler. So she was like very strong. Oh, yeah. And she was spinning around and she just like accidentally clocked me in the face and it dislocated my jaw. That is 100% out of pocket. First of all, I want to say to this person who dislocated your jaw as a professional wrestler of whatever degree, she should have more control over her body. (laughs) True. And I'm putting her on blast right Facts. now. We don't harm members of the uh, player player family. Anybody that harms anybody, f- past, present, or future, it just doesn't sit right with me. That's Facts. all I'm going to say. So what I ended up eating was a lot of uh, blended up wonton soup. Like that was my okay. go-to. That was the only way I was okay. getting calories in. And then when I got my wisdom teeth out, I did kind of the same. Once I could eat like more solid liquids. So I feel for Joseph. So I'm going to say he's one of the hard work, hardest working guys in the content game. And I hope that he takes my out-of-pocket comment and doesn't slap me the first time he sees me in real life. Oh, that's sweet. We we really pray that you don't get Will, uh, Chris Rocked. <laughs> we, don't want you, we don't want another dislocated jaw. I don't know. Your jaw may be sensitive. You know Glass Will Joe is... from the Punch-Out games? It me. Yes. That's... <laughs> Just always, you're just always getting hit. You're always going down. Yeah. Enemy number one. Dang, bro. You could at least uh, put yourself, I don't know, two, three tiers up. 
have, yeah. have more self-confidence. Yeah, maybe I should be more self-confident. You know, my my mental health professional tells me that, so maybe I should apply that to this podcast. <laughs> there we go. This Here is we go. this is the perfect place to apply your uh, your teachings. So we weren't gonna do a pre-show, but I insisted that we did, so I could yes. t- talk to another human person about yes. monster. Yes, yes, yes. I think we are like at the same spot, basically. Okay. Where are you? Ah, uh, it's been a while. I think I fell off around the same time you fell off, but I know you caught back up yep. around episode 30. Yep. Okay. So I'm a little bit behind you, but uh, I think okay. I'm like maybe four episodes behind you. Um, it is now gotcha. no longer on YouTube, so I may have had to right. obtain it through other means. Hmm. We don't but, have, to dis- uh, we have to disclose those means. No. What are you talking about? Uh, it's a great show, though. It is so fan. It is such a good, like, I don't even know where it's going, and I'm so happy to be on the ride. Same. It's just seem it it just it hooks you in a way that I feel like no other anime that's either currently out there or maybe my, you know, anime sphere is kinda small. I've pretty much only focused on shonen anime, but mm-hmm. all other anime that I've watched has not hooked me in this way. Yeah, I'm not just, like a big different. noir uh I guess Death Note would be of like a similar it would be similar, but it's not the same because Monster is so much darker than Death Note, I think. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think I watched Death Note all the way through, but also I guess the whole fantasy aspect of Death Note just kind of makes it, I don't know, less less scary. It's just a very less believable way. This, I mean, obviously this is an anime. This is a fantasy world, but some part aspects of it just seem very real. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's very, grounded uh, in reality. Very scary. Yes, grounded in reality. That's the the word I was looking for. And it's based in Germany, which I think is a pretty rare thing for anime. Like usually we're in Japan or we're in a mythical world, at least the animes that I've watched, or we're based right. in America, if you think about like Digimon or something. But right. uh I think Digimon's based in America. Or is it Japan? Maybe it's both. I think it might be both. I think they're like different kids on around the the globe. Yeah, I think you're you're right. And somebody's gonna yell at you in your Discord if I was wrong about that to be like, Who's <laughs> this guy you're bringing on the show? Joseph's so much better. You're cancelled. But yeah, Joseph knows everything about Digimon. How dare this guy? Does he actually? No, he does. I don't. Th- I think he knows probably less than both of us. Okay, because all the Digimon Try movies are on Prime Video, and I've been meaning. I-, I watched the first one, but I've been meaning to watch them all because I think there's like s- five or six of them, and they're supposed to be pretty good if you were a fan of the anime back in the day. Gotcha. I don't think I'm too familiar with Try. That's like the they grew up a little bit, right? But like it's the OG yep. kids. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's cool, it's cool. telling a story after the original run of Digimon. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. give it a little shot. I'll give it a watch. Uh, I watched the first movie. It's like nine it's a it's a solid tight 90 and mm-hmm. it was a little slow, but I'm going to keep watching. Where I'm like, "Oh, this is a lot of setup to see what's going to happen the in, the, in the later movies." It. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can get behind that. Digimon is very underrated in my mm-hmm. opinion. I, I agree. I think, you know, obviously it came out in a in a very, uh, I guess, poor time. I don't really know the whole production behind Digimon, but I think it came out kind of in a poor time since uh, Pokemon was right there before it. But it deserves a little bit of love, too. Come on, y'all. Everybody, go watch Digimon Try yeah, when you I'm, have a chance. I mean, you're a little young for Digimon, I think. A little bit, yes. I yeah. think it was right, like the OG Digimon was right before my time, but I still watched like kind of like the second or third gen i think of digimon growing up 
I just always think of Myotismon, who's like kind of the big bad in spoilers for Digimon, the original series. Uh, I think he's a villain in a few of the arcs, but maybe in different forms. Uh, and he's a pretty good bad guy. Okay. Myotis. Oh, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. 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 Edgy. I think I remember at one point he was just a mouth, but I I, I can't be for sure. I'm not seeing any mouths here on my Google Images results, but I'll I'll buy it. Yeah, I dare you to Google Myotismon mouth and see what comes up on your Google. Ooh, (laughs) let's see if we can get that real quick. I, I, I see it. It's... He <laughs> is your safe search on <laughs> safe search is on um uh, actually safe search may safe search may be off but i am seeing my otis mon's mouth and nothing and just the background that they uh drew behind it he has no no body i don't know why they did this yeah it's it's a little scary i can't believe y'all just like turn on the call this is like a peek behind the curtain y'all just turn on the call and start the pre-show my god i thought you warmed oh, yeah. up or something you're it's just like raw Whoa. baby it is raw that's why we're always every episode we're always like oh can you hear me uh i think my discord is acting up right from the beginning <laughs> is it professional probably not but it gives a nice raw look at what goes on behind the scenes of player player podcast whether you want it or not you're getting, just... little, you're getting first look I'm just infinitely more impressed with y'all because I don't know about you, but I, at least in the podcast that I do, there's like typically a warm up period and, and like we've podcasted before. So I know who you are right. as a human being and, and whatever. And, and we can have the laughs between us, but usually right. it's like five to 10 minutes of warming up and then you start and then mine, my podcasts are heavily edited and I don't think yours right. are. So I'm just even more impressed given the product that you guys put out. Thank you. I really appreciate that, man. I, you know, I think we could, you know, this is just a little arson arson podcast uh, thought here. We could maybe throw a little bit of another layer of polish onto our podcast, kind of emulate some stuff that you guys are doing over there at the Left Behind Games Club podcast. Is that the one you want me to plug? Yeah, plug uh, plug that one. Left Behind Games Club. You guys need to go uh, tune in. They've got some great content there. Um, Listen to the Pokemon Snap episode. It's the best episode. I love uh, <laughs> the Gato Roboto one too. That one's good. The Gato Roboto episode was really fun as well. Um, so yeah, go ahead. You guys, I know we're, what, 10 minutes into the episode now. Honestly, I don't think it was a good idea for me to be the host because I think <laughs> I could straight up just talk on and on to you just about the randomest shit mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, anyways, guys, obviously check out uh, Jacob over at Left Behind's Game Club. And I think we should uh, maybe get into the episode. Let's do I think it. Now might be a good time. Okay, so now is where we will clap. I'm going to cut this part out. Um, So we'll do a one, two, three clap, and then I'll throw intro music in. I don't have the sound pad up like uh, Joseph typically has, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to edit it in post, but it's okay. So I'll do one, two, three clap, and then I'll start reading uh, the script. Sounds good. And also, are you okay? I have put you in my shoes. I have a name for you. I want it. And Give it I, to me. You want it? Okay. <laughs> you can choose to react or not. It's okay. You know, if you don't want to, you know, fully go all in. But, uh, you know, I have a name for you. So I love it. I want that. it. Give it to me. All right. Okay. Here we go. So on three. One, two, three. Clap.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 196 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do, and that's talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host this week, Arsene Lockpaw, aka Pax Arsenica, along with my co-host, the master of mouthful mode himself. <laughs> Jacob McCourt. <laughs> that was very good. Well done. Is that what it's like yeah. to receive one of those? Because I liked it. Yes. It, it, you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think. Wait, actually, wait. Hold on a second. I think there was a little bit of a. Oh shoot! I think it might have been an issue with the recording. Sorry. I feel like I'm I'm messing things up, y'all. I'm messing things up. No, you're. Good. Anyways, I think we're good to go. You're a great job. Everybody's doing a great job now. Uh, just a quick reminder. If you guys want to help support the show, you can go to the playerplayerpod.com. Uh, go to the bottom of the page, visit our Kofi link. You can donate as little as a dollar, as much as a trillion dollars, however much money you have in your bank account. I will not judge you for how much you uh, choose to donate, if you choose to donate. If you don't want to support monetarily, you can help by sharing the show to your friends and leaving a positive review on your platform of choice. Uh, typically, we will sometimes, you know, look at the iTunes reviews, see what we're, what our stats are looking like. Um, I think last time we checked, we were at like 26 reviews on iTunes. I don't have that information pulled up. That's the Hoopman's thing. I don't know. I'm just going to assume that we've increased our number of reviews. So good job to our listeners out yep. there. It's more than 26. Uh, question, it's though. It's more than 26? Yes. Where is where is Hoopman? Where is Hoopman? He is simply, uh, you know, just chilling right now in uh, his apartment. I Honestly, I don't know what he's doing right now. He's probably watching. I think he's watching YouTube. Cause he's uh, currently messaging me right now when he knows I'm, he knows I'm recording. He's trying to self-sabotage the podcast, knowing I'm recording with you, knowing that you have your time is your time is very valuable. And honestly, he should be uh, shamed for that. We first, we started by shaming him. Then we started praising him. Now we're back to uh, shaming the hoop man. So it is officially uh, fuck Joseph Hooper. Uh, no, I'm playing. <laughs> no, that's that's <laughs> another person anymore. who's in the in a hashtag in your podcast notes that you say exactly. that too. Exactly. Yes. Uh, fuck Kyle. Massey. You want to hear a secret though? I actually. Yes. I've been actually like assuming his identity for the past day because I Kirby'd him no. literally a day ago. I sucked him up, and I'm hooping oh. now. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So it's like the the podcast is it's normal. Uh huh. For think. sure. We don't have to worry about anything. Nope. Excellent. Excellent. So how are you doing, uh, Hootman slash Jacob? Uh, What's I, going I'm on doing life? well. I, I love Air Jordans. Um, nice. I, <laughs> nice. I, I got my uh, wisdom teeth taken out, and boy, is my face painful. Ooh. Uh, I, uh, and I like video games, and I'm here to talk about them on my podcast, the Player Player beautiful. Podcast. That is beautiful. I would expect nothing less from the master of mouthful mode to be able to fully and successfully emulate the hoop man. That was amazing, bro. Thank you. Shout Thank out you to so you. Much. But how are you doing in real life? How is Jacob? I want to know what the man behind the, the mouth is doing. <laughs> how is he doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well. I you know started a new job a little while ago. Nice. Uh, life is good. Uh, video games are good. I just finished Horizon Forbidden West the other night. Excellent. And now making my way through Kirby and the Forbidden Forbidden Land. Uh, I always forgotten. For, forgotten. Uh, I'm always like Horizon, Forbidden West, Kirby, <laughs> Forgotten Land. 
I, I kind of messed them up. So, no, life is good. Uh, I'm just enjoying some vid- good video games. Not enough time to enjoy good video games lately. Right. Because there's agree. so many of them. I have a sealed copy of Elden Ring that I won that I haven't even Ooh. touched yet that I'm going to touch after Kirby. Going to PAX East next week. So, you know, life is good. Oh, yeah. You have no time, it sounds like. Zero, none. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to play Tunic, bro. Come on now. You better uh, yeah, get out of the tunic I still have to grind. do that. There's a lot of games. I even started playing because I think of y'all's recommendation, Dodgeball Academia. I popped that in last night. Yes, Yo, yes. That's a good game. It is a solid little game. It's just a nice little like it's a it's a little snack. You know, it's uh-huh. not like a, the craziest game out there, but it's definitely a fun little treat to treat yourself to if you're you know currently I don't know like floating in between games. Yeah, but nice. Glad to hear. Glad to hear you're uh, you, you know booting up. Uh, I'm doing pretty good man i'm currently in the house hunting uh season okay okay tell me more i have a house let me tell you things okay i would love to hear as many things as possible because it's currently brutal out here in the Uh old us of a my uh fiance and i went last week we thought we were gonna be the golden children we thought we were hot shit uh we're looking at houses um we found three that we decided hey let's just Let's just go right ahead. We're putting uh, offers down. Yep. And we just got our spirits crushed. I'm talking people, every like each house I think had like at least like 20 offers on them. Yep. Uh, the offers that they actually went on or that actually got accepted ended up offering over like I think 20 to $30,000 over asking price. Yep. And I'm sitting here like I must be in Bizarro Land. I must be dreaming right now. What the hell is going on in this uh this world that we are currently living in, man. So very crazy stuff. Um, Let me give so you some you tips. Our homeowner, yes, give me give me some tips. Okay, so the first is don't get attached to a house because you're probably right. gonna have to put in multiple offers before you even get close to one. Think okay. about conditions. We already failed that. Your conditions. Uh, if it's mm-hmm. a newer house, if you go in without an inspection, uh, you might have a better chance of getting the house. Even if you come in with like, I don't have a house. It's not conditional on selling. Um, this is the uh, realty realty podcast, I guess now, um, okay. or realtor realtor podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, conditions are important. Uh, and I can give you more tips offline, but yeah, just don't get attached. Think about your conditions and it's wild out there. It's even wilder here in Canada. So I, I don't envy you. We got really lucky. Gotcha. got one for under asking. Um, but there's Ooh. a story behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I, maybe we'll, I don't know when, if, when you're, if you're ever planning on sharing that or have you shared that story before? How I got my house under asking? No, okay, I haven't. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring you back on. We need to m- maybe closer to my house hunting uh, conclusion of my journey. We'll have like a big uh, monthly house, cool down. house podcast. The monthly cool down. That seems like a monthly cool down little talk there. Um, but I would love to hear how that went down. But nice, man. Thank you for the tips. Uh, hopefully that helped uh, not only myself, but some folks out there who are also looking for houses. And I will definitely be looking forward to those extra tips. Um, other than that, just chilling, man. I think uh, I'm still working the same job. No updates uh, from me on that regard. Um, and games are just gaming, bro. Kirby has been quite a fun time, and I'm I'm ready to talk about it, bro. I don't know. I don't know about you. Are you ready for Kirby? Uh, I am so ready for Kirby. Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. So first, before we get into this new game, I wanted to kind of you know get. Uh, just get a little understanding of how you got into Kirby. Like, what what's your uh, level of 
Kirby experience? Um, did you play growing up? Is this your first Kirby game? What's what's Kirby been like for you in your life? Yeah, so I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the little pink elder god. Uh, if you want to yeah. do some research, he's <laughs> he's actually a cosmic god. So he's OP. He is. He is. Uh, I've been playing Kirby games for as long as I've been a gamer. Uh, I started with uh, Kirby Dreamland Three on Super Nintendo and Kirby nice. Superstar kind of at the same time. Like those were my games. I might have touched another one beforehand, but like. Kirby Superstar and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 are like my formative childhood video game experiences and I've kind of just okay. just tuned into Kirby. I was a bigger Kirby fan like through the mid 2000s and I've kind of fallen off a little bit with some of his like Wii entries and Wii U entries, but like mm-hmm. huge fan of of, you know, Kirby Air Ride, huge fan of the Hell Super yeah. Nintendo games. Uh, so was was actually not going to get this game until about two weeks before and said, am I going to get a Kirby game? I think I'm going to get a Kirby game. <laughs> you had to, bro. It's it's like the perfect uh, return to the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This it's is the game, and I, I tweeted this yesterday, so sorry if anyone saw it, but uh, this is the game that Kirby 64 wanted to be. Mm, I did see that tweet. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It realizes all the potential of that game. Uh, I mean, that game was came out in the N64 era, so like it was punching you know, a ticket that it couldn't cash, I guess, because of the technology at the time. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think this is a fantastic game. And I, I before talking about it ad nauseum, I want to know, like, what's your personal history with the series? Gotcha. Yeah. So I think I've definitely uh, been kind of not Kirby adjacent, but definitely not, I wasn't the like too deep into the Kirby fandom growing up uh, i was always appreciative of who kirby was especially seeing all his smash appearances i did play uh kirby nightmare in dreamland on the game boy yep. that was my first in, uh, introduction to kirby i thought it was a, a lit game the final boss fight still gives me uh, a little bit of anxiety thinking back to it <laughs> um it was very just long just long and yeah. difficult i was like no child should be able to uh to beat this i was able to beat it though so uh shout out to younger me I did play one of the DS games. I think it was Squeak Squad. Yep. That one was pretty fun as mm-hmm. well. And then kind of like you, fell off in the, the Wii entries. I uh, did not pick any. I don't think I picked any of them up. I may have played a couple of demos here and there. But I was always interested, fascinated, and just happy for the Kirby fandom. Happy for the fans. Uh, whether they liked the game or not, I was happy that they were getting uh, new entries every couple of years there. Kirby Air Ride, um, I thought was always fun playing that with friends mm-hmm. uh, growing up. Um, fingers crossed for Kirby Air Ride too, man. I've, I feel like I've been shouting that out for the past uh, couple of months here. But if we get a Kirby Air Ride 2 in the next decade, I'll be a very happy man. So I mean, I'll, listen, I'll, we got Mario Strikers, like the new one we coming. Did, we did. And that did. was like one of the few holdouts from like the GameCube Wii era. But there's very few now that I want. It's like I want Kirby Air Ride and I want Custom Robo. Like that's all I need. Mm, then you'll be you'll be a completed man. Yes, I will be a very happy boy if that happens. But yeah, a lot of those games yeah. in like the Wii 3DS era I didn't really touch. Triple Deluxe. They got into like some gotchapon like free to free to start games. Right. And yeah. then Star Allies kind of looked like a really generic Kirby game. Uh but this right. this truly, I kid you not, is a as you know, is a return to form for Kirby. This is the return to form, man. Let's just get right into it then. What yep. what were your impressions when you first booted up Kirby in the Forgotten Land? You're looking at it, you're seeing a new Kirby sixty four. How what were you thinking going in? 
Yeah, so I, I I honestly was really apprehensive because I didn't know how Kirby was going to translate to a 3D world. Because at least gotcha, in my, yeah. you know, he, sure, he's had pseudo 3D effects on stages before. Or you could jump between, like, layers of a stage. You, you did that, I think, in Triple Deluxe. But yes. you never really had him in true 3D. So I was really apprehensive because I knew I know Nintendo could do it. But I was like, can Hal Laboratory deliver on a 3D Kirby game? Can they essentially make a Super Mario Odyssey in the you know form of Kirby? And mm-hmm. does Kirby have enough to warrant a sixty dollar US title that is eight to ten hours long that'll keep your attention? Um, when they kept saying like, "Oh, it's The Last of Us," but Kirby, like I didn't really <laughs> fall for that. I just knew like, hey, right. open world, very desolate, maybe a little bit darker than a normal Kirby game, but. Uh, I think the the sell for me was when the demo came out and I tried the demo, yes, which is like, yes, it replicates, I think two stages, like the first stage and then like the boss stage, or you get bits and pieces of like two stages from the first world and then the boss. And that was the thing that sold me. Did you also play the demo? I did play the demo, felt the exact same way. Yeah. I'm glad they did it. Like, I can't think of a game. There are very few games. I think back in my memory where a demo sold me. I remember dead rising on the original 360 mm. I went into a, 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 a GameStop now, but a Nibi Games in Canada, and like played it, and I was like, "Oh, this is the reason why I need a 360." Oh, okay. So there okay. are very few demos that have like sold me, and Kirby is one that I was like, "Oh, they nailed it. This is fun to play in 3D space." Yes. Yeah, I can't really think of any demos on my end either, other than this one. Maybe mm, no, those don't really count. I was thinking maybe a couple of the uh, Pokemon entries. They had a, a few demos, but I was already planning on getting those games anyway. So, uh, didn't really didn't really hook me in. Okay, I mean, demos nice. demos aren't the same as they used to be. Like you can ever since digital digital distribution became a thing, like you can get demos. and You don't have to go to store to do it. I just remember right. like going to Walmart and like you know grabbing the controller and looking up. At the TV that was... <laughs> Your neck just broken. Exactly. Eight feet above you. Uh, but yeah, the <laughs> demo was super dope. And playing it for the first time, like, this is truly, like, the combination of, like, Kirby 64 and Super Mario Odyssey. I think the scopes maybe a little less on this than Odyssey, but it's still it's still right. really fun. Nice. Nice. That's great to hear. So, actually, I wanted to just really quick probe into Kirby 64 just a little bit since I have... Zero experience with that. Uh, mm-hmm. 64 was a little bit before my time. Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of around my time, but I did not uh, get a 64 growing up. Did you play 64 like all the way through? You had like a copy of it growing up? I, I did, and I, I think I probably still do at my, um, my, my parents' house. Uh, okay. This game was the first one that was a 2.5D platformer where you know oh, 3D okay. characters, 3D elements, but on a, 2D, a 2D plane. And the thing is, the plane would sometimes like wrap around itself. So let's say like your your plane is on a sphere. So Kirby is running, and it looks like maybe he's running a little bit closer to the camera and then a little bit away from the camera. But it was like the first time we got at least three D models. And the cool thing about this game was the power combos, where there were like let's say six core powers, but you could combine them to make other powers. So let's mm, say you got Spike, okay. you could get two Spike. And make like a mega spike. Or you could get like spike and boomerang and that would make you into like a bear trap. Okay, okay. That's one thing I've always liked about Kirby. I feel like every game, although it kind of pisses me off sometimes, every game I feel like has a different 
gimmick to it in terms mm-hmm. of the power system mm-hmm. and i think it's uh i think they do a pre- they do a pretty good job every time although sometimes i would like to see uh a bit more standardization see some uh systems uh carry over but they do a pretty good job okay so you got you you liked uh kirby 64 you had a pretty good experience with that so into kirby forgotten land now you've I think last night you mentioned that you are, what, five worlds in? Yeah, I'm just about to take on the boss of the fifth world. Boss of the fifth world, gotcha. And you have How, finished it, right? I have finished it working my way through the post-game content. Okay, I'm curious because I think I'm the only person okay. playing it this way, but mm-hmm. I am not, I'm basically going through the level one time and not going back for like extras, and I don't know if I will. And that's just who I am as a person. Interesting. Okay. Are you going back? Okay. I am not leaving a world until I've gotten everything done, which okay. is very rare for me. I think that's typically uh, maybe I knew that I was going to be filling in Hoopman's shoes for this episode. <laughs> um, that's a very Hoopman-esque thing to do. But for some reason, Kirby just has me hooked. The, the short replayable levels, they just seem super like, you know, snappy. It doesn't take like a long time to like really get through a level. Mm-hmm. Um. I've kind of, I just decided, you know, I'm going to go through, I'm going to get, I'm going to save all the little Waddle Dees. I want to make sure that these guys uh, can get home to the Waddle Dee town. And I have gotten every, yes, I have gotten every Waddle Dee in the game. And it didn't, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. I think that's probably the main appeal for me when I see uh, collectibles that are relatively like easy to get if i'm like oh yeah this is not gonna be a pain in the ass to get then i will you know try and spend a little bit of extra time but you're not doing that you're just trying to get through the uh the main story just to fully experience the kirby experience yeah totally and i think i'm probably like compared to the average player maybe spending a little bit more time in the level than average just to see if there's any collectibles that i can find because like you said there's that mission structure where it's like it's five missions, and they're uh, mostly secret, except for knowing, like, hey, in this stage, you have to waddle waddle Ds are like the thing that you're rescuing in this game. So they'll be like, hey, there are five hidden waddle Ds in this level, but that's all you'll know. And then there'll be four other hidden objectives that are like, hey, find f- four ice cream cones, or you know, blow up this area of the level, or you know, take right. a lounge on this chair. Some of them are like really <laughs> cute and fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm spending a little bit more time, but I I think, and that's just who I am as a player. Like, I'm not someone who, like, in most games, 100% anything. I'm just someone who, like, wants to play it all the way through, and if I'm enjoying it, I'll play it for a little bit longer. But I would say that this game's structure is really refreshing for a Kirby game. Yes, without a doubt. I think all the other Kirby games are, at least, you know, like you mentioned before, Star Allies, I didn't play through it. Did see a lot. I feel like a, a decent amount of uh, footage of it, though. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the same Kirby games that we were offered back in the Wii area, back in the Wii U era. So to see Kirby finally break free to have his uh, Breath of the World, Breath of the Wild moment, I think that was uh, really special. So shout outs to to Howl Laboratory team. Um, moving on, I guess. Uh, wait, I don't think I ever. Oh, I should have added this to the script to just really give the folks at home a little synopsis of what's going on in Kirby and the Forgotten Land. But yeah, yeah, I guess later is later is better than never. I don't know. Do you want to give the synopsis or would you like me to? Let's, let's tag team it. I'll, I'll start. Let's tag and team then, it. Okay. So Kirby, the game begins and, uh, you know, there's not a ton of story in a Kirby game. 
but from my understanding, they like I'm five worlds out of uh, spoilers for the amount of worlds in Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, <laughs> there are really six big worlds, and then there's a final. Uh, from my understanding, Arsen, there's like a final encounter at the yes. end that you would call like a seventh world. But they sprinkle the story throughout. And essentially, you're just, like, stranded on this planet where you meet this little creature. Uh, I don't remember. El- Elfin? Elfrin is the, car- is oh, the character. Elphalin. Elphalin. There you go. And uh, a bad guy comes and snatches all of the Waddle Dees that are around you. And it's really your you and Elphalin's job. Elphalin? Elphalin? Elf- Elphalin. You got it. Elphalin. To like get these waddle dees to safety is that like a fair assessment of the story? Yeah, that's a fair. I think that's a perfectly good way to like kind of describe like your the the main motivations throughout the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of piggybacking off of that, you know, along the way you get to meet um these certain bosses who have like kind of this influence uh amongst the world. Mm-hmm. Um and you're still just constantly trying to save all the Waddle Dees, uh, like you like you mentioned. I, I do without going into spoiler territories. I think that the uh, ending of the game was pretty solid. Um, I I, don't, I didn't feel let down. You know, obviously I didn't I don't go into a Kirby game with like you know high hopes or anything like that. But I thought that they wrapped everything up, you know, in such a way that felt Kirby esque and it felt it just felt right, you know. So. Uh, once again, shout outs to the uh, the Howl Laboratory folks there. Um, Confirm or deny, the game yeah. story-wise is incredibly backloaded. I would say that, yes. You know, everything, right in the beginning, it's you're just full of mystery. You're in this forgotten land. Then, basically, yeah, I'd say right at the end. I'm trying to think if there was anything right before that, like, ending encounter. I think that there's a moment clue. that I just experienced where... Um, Again, this is a very mild spoiler, but surprise, mm-hmm. uh, DDD is in a Kirby game. <laughs> uh, there's a Ooh. moment with DDD that I think kind of foreshadows what's coming, uh, but that's all I've really seen thus far, story story wise. Gotcha. Yeah. Other than that, all the your lore. If you're if you're looking for Kirby lore, you're getting it at the end of the game, um, and you can maybe add that to your little Kirby wiki or or whatnot, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that's what you're into. But yeah, it was a solid game overall. I'm giving it personally. I, I mean, I like Kirby. I've, I've always been uh, kind of you know, uh, a Kirby supporter. So I'm mm-hmm. giving this game a nine out of ten. Oh personally. wow! Okay. A, um, I'm, I'm pretty. I have pretty high, uh, a very high opinion for the game, despite you know some of the, I guess like repetitiveness of the mm-hmm. game if you want that's only if you want to go back through and uh repeat like your levels to uh, unlock all the waddle d's um but yeah other than that all the levels felt like you know fresh and new and very different from each other so that's yeah. why it's getting a nine i, I do, do y'all give half measures on the arsen arsen podcast yes we do half measures we can hey, you can break it down however you need to however many Woo! fractions you need Okay, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. I think it's like a very Ooh, solid okay. game. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Kirby fan, and I'd probably put this up with definitely top four Kirby games that I've ever touched. Uh, okay. I would even probably say like top three. For, for me, my Kirby games, like I said, Dreamland 3, Superstar. Superstar is one of my favorite games ever. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on DS as well if you want to like touch it uh, and you can't find it. I, I think it's on the Switch online actually. 
so you'll be able to access it that way. But it's mm, like a top three Kirby okay. game for me. Just it, it refreshes the formula in a way that it is fun. But the game is like super pick up and play. Like with Horizon, yes. it, it loads in super fast. But at the same time, like, you know, to really take a chunk out of it, like you got to spend at least 30 minutes, an hour to really get anywhere. Where like Kirby every night, you know, before I go to bed, like I, I grab Kirby for at least 20 minutes and like, you know, maybe beat, uh, you know, two levels uh, even if they're treasure hunt levels, which is something we haven't even really spoke about. <laughs> yes, I forgot about those. Yes, the treasure hunt levels, the optional little, I guess, challenge modes where you mm-hmm. go and unlock uh, these rare stones, which is a uh, which leads us to another system we haven't even touched on, the uh, ability systems and yeah. the upgrading systems within um, Kirby. Obviously, you know Kirby has been. Uh, you know he's known for sucking things up, stealing their powers. Um, and this game decides to kind of extrapolate on that and allow you to uh, upgrade those powers and get newer versions of those powers, which I thought was really cool. Um, but like I think, like I mentioned earlier, there's there's a couple powers I was missing. You know, I wanted to see where's Wheel Kirby, where's Fighter Kirby. Good, like, give good. Me, give me those bad boys back. Maybe we can get a Forgotten Land DLC and add a couple powers in. I don't know. I don't. I feel like that's probably not in the cards for us, but. Uh, uh, other than that, the actual the system itself of upgrading your weapons or not upgrading your weapons, upgrading your abilities, adding on like, you know, these new abilities, I thought was really solid. I think they did a great job with these. I don't know. Did you have uh, any uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I uh, I am missing some of my favorite powers, too. You know, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of suplex. I love yes. I love mirror. I love yo yo. But, I mean, there are so many powers in, in Kirby games, uh, just historically. So, to have them pare it down to, like, if, I think it's probably, like, what, 15 different abilities, if you had to guess? I think it's 12. It's 12? Maybe it's, 12. Maybe it's Maybe. I don't know. 12 or 14, yeah. 12 to 15, let's say. Uh, mm-hmm. the, they're all great. I mean, even the new ones. So, Drill and Ranger are brand new for yes. a Kirby game. And I really love Drill. Ranger, it's okay, but I love Drill. I like uh, Drill, some of, uh, well, I like some of Ranger's upgraded abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they do a pretty good job with those. Uh, You know, it is just very jarring, you know, from the bat to see Kirby have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Right off the bat, I was like, oh, yeah, this game is something different. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then they kind of, you know, uh, build off of that and give him some uh, even cooler updates to that. Drill Kirby, however, was a little less impressed with because mm-hmm. I felt like I had seen it before. If I don't know which one was that. I think it was in Squeak Squad. There's the animal Kirby mm. who could like dig through things. Ah, and so okay. I was I was always I, I looked at this drill. I was like, where's where's animal? Give me just Animal Kirby. Make him rabbit. I want to see him clawing people's eyes out. You know, something ah. crazy like that. <laughs> just something, something dark. Uh, but no, I thought Drill was uh, Drill was pretty fine overall as well. I think you can even have my... like a second player join too with uh, yes, Waddle the TP. Yes, and is, yeah. Look, my understanding is it's not. I, I haven't done it myself, but uh, Morgan over at Shack News. Uh, I was on a podcast with her about when she was talking about it. Sorry, when they were talking about it. And mm-hmm. they had said that they were playing with their, I think, with their kiddo, and they were relegated to um, Bandana Waddle Dee <laughs> the entire time. And it just, like, you can use your, your little spear, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of always been the way if you ever were to play a multiplayer Kirby game. You just don't get that same experience. 
Uh, unless I, I feel like there is a Kirby game where you get to play as multiple Kirby's. But for the most part, if you're playing a multiplayer Kirby game, you're gonna have to deal with the fact that you're gonna have the the bitch characters. You're gonna just be sitting there not having as much fun. I will say, however, I did play as uh, Bandana D a little bit um, when Angelique and I um, tried out a couple of levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think it was too bad since I feel like they still tried to give him. Um, they they tried to make they tried to sauce him up a little bit. I think that's the best way of saying it. They they give him a little bit of a uh, a little bit of combos here and there that he you can execute so that way you're not just completely bored out of your mind while supporting your your Kirby player. So um, it's definitely interesting, you know, having not only Kirby in 3D but also the the co-op in 3D. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um. Yeah, man. Other than mouthful that, mode, we haven't even talked about mouthful my namesake. mode. We haven't talked about your namesake, mouthful mode. Uh, a new system in Kirby. However, mm -hmm. I will. You know, I want to get a little bit lore. Like you know, get them. Do it. I want to. I want to talk a little lore here and why I'm not the most uh, satisfied with uh, this hype behind mouthful mode. Yep. So, if I don't know how much you have like read some of the, I don't know if you. So there's. I guess another system we haven't talked about, the gotcha system where yeah. you have these little statues that you can uh, collect. Um, and on some of those statues, they give you a little blurb, a little bit of lore about Kirby, about that ability. Um, and one of those statues, or a few of the statues actually mention his new, quote unquote, new mouthful mode powers. Where they say he came, you know, since Kirby is now in the Forgotten Land, as he traveled to this world, he developed mouthful mode. I'm sitting here and I'm like, that makes no sense. Kirby's been swallowing Eldritch Gods. He's been swallowing <laughs> things larger than cars, larger than yep. lockers. What are we talking about? Just develop this. Is it just that maybe his like, well, hold on a second. We're going to get a little bit, a little bit more lore heavy here. Okay. Go so, off, King. I'm about to go off here. So I don't know if you know about Kirby's origins. So, like I said, I, I, I'm under the impression that he's some sort of elder god. And I've watched the anime and I've watched some other things, but I would love to be enlightened on it. Okay, so I don't, I may be uh, misspeaking here, but basically he is an unfinished product. Mm. Okay, he is a, um, like, basically, like, supposed to be like a knight. I forgot who is the creator of him, but there was, like, a, some creator was supposed to create all these knights. Um, hence, like, you know, Meta Knight. And then I think there may be a few other um, characters that fall into that category. Mm -hmm. Well, something happened during the creation of Kirby where he was left unfinished and he only has his, uh, the only, like, I guess, things that were developed with him were the ability to have his instincts and also, I guess, this, like, copying uh, capability. So mm -hmm. that's why, you know, he's, you know, very, seems very, like, simple-minded. He's just chilling, vibing, only cares about cake or whatever, if, you, if you've seen him in uh interacting with people in other games um so i'm thinking maybe you know in the past kirby has been you know he'll he'll swallow things he knows swallowing but for some reason while traveling while traveling to this new world maybe something awakened in him which made him think to himself maybe i don't need to swallow everything maybe i should give it a chance to uh, you know, maybe I should give this this car a chance instead of actually swallowing it whole. Because I know for damn sure Kirby could swallow any of these items that he's been swallowing in mouth for mouthful mode. He could swallow them in one mm -hmm. in one go. Mm -hmm. And if you say 
That's not possible. You're a liar. That's all I will say. So, like I said, I, I watched the Kirby anime, Kirby Right yeah, Back Kirby at Kirby Right Back Fox at Fox. You. Great beautiful, show. Beautiful. Beautiful show. So fun. Uh, like Sonic X, super fun. And my understanding is that he just could suck up, like, trays and trays and tables and tables of food. Right? Right. Exactly. So, when you tell me that you think that maybe he's getting older, right? Like, Kirby's been around since the 90s, so maybe he's getting older. Maybe, maybe he just can't, he can't mouthful things like he used to. Uh, maybe that's hmm. the reason, but I, I think there is a little bit of a disconnect between like Kirby's lore and this new mechanic. I love the mechanic, but I, I'm with you. And Same. Th- here's what I know: Yeah, Sakurai was the one that created him, like the one who did um, uh, Super Smash Brothers, who's been in charge of that for forever. And I mm-hmm. think in the first game, he was meant to like maybe have a color or something, but he ended up being just like white, like just black and white. And he right. was he was supposed to be a placeholder. So I think that that like what you're saying is is accurate. Gotcha. Thank you for uh, thank you for updating me on that. I did not know that uh, Sakurai uh, was the the OG behind that. That's all I, I know about I, Kirby. Well, I mean Sakurai is Hal Labs, I think. Uh, or oh, Sakurai I I used to work that. for Hal Labs. He used to be Hal Labs. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice, nice. Okay, I've got a little uh, Kirby lore doc here, but I think I'm gonna we might have to save that one for the monthly podcast. We need to bring you back on, man. Yeah, please. For a monthly cool down. Um, I'd like to hear more about the uh, I I just want to talk Kirby lore, man. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say you want to talk about houses, but like I think (laughs) you want to talk about houses. Can Kirby suck a house? That's what I want to know. House Kirby. Yep. What could he do? What could he do with that? Uh, Hit you with a huge mortgage payment. Oh, I don't want to see House Kirby, please. No. Out, the, out the front door, out of his mouth, just comes like uh, bank men who are just asking you for money. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and then he has too much power. That's the only way. They could. <laughs> that's how he's re- that's how he really became an eldritch god. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I need to ask, though. This is yes. a very important question. Uh, we're already four or three and a half months into the year. We've had a super solid set of games that have already come out, you know. I need to know, like, do you think this is going to end up being on your list for game of the year or not? I will say, without a doubt, I do not think this will make the game of the year. Um, mm. Probably not the top. Okay. I could I could see it being in top five. Yeah. You know, maybe if I had to consider some uh, games that are releasing this year. However, you know, like uh, we've discussed on the podcast for the past couple of weeks here, we don't know too much about what's going to go down in, like, the fall season uh of games this year so that's going to be a little that'll be a little interesting um but you know if we get starfield if we get maybe like redfall or something Mm -hmm. or i guess we are supposed to get starfield and that actually turns out to not be a flop um i don't see kirby even coming up in the discussion i think i'll definitely give it an honorable mention because it is a this is a great game this is a fun game um that like I said, I wanna I wanna one hundred percent this. I could see myself coming back to this and playing not necessarily uh playing all the way through it again, but I could see myself maybe booting up a new save file, playing through a couple levels here and there, just to just to have fun here and there. So um this is a fun game. Game of the year material. I don't know. I think it may it might just not be a Kirby game of the year season. Maybe if it was a weaker year, I could see it being closer to that conversation. But no. What about you? What are you thinking? Uh, so I'm a big Kirby fan. And I always yes. relegate Kirby to like the 
I hate to be mean like this, but like the second rung of like franchise characters. Gotcha. I mean, think okay. about who's on the top rung. It's yeah. like Mario, yeah. Pokemon, Sonic the Hedgehog, and maybe there's a, there's a couple other ones. But I put Kirby where I put like Crash Bandicoot, who's had like a, a real resurgence in the last few years. Who knows what's going to happen because Microsoft technically owns Crash Bandicoot now, which is wild to right. think about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I kind of he occupies that space for me. Uh, gotcha. I love this game. I think it's really well put together. I don't think it's a like Super Mario Odyssey level like game that just you know revolutionizes things, and it doesn't need to be. Uh, this game will will I'm ninety percent sure it's going to end up on my top ten list. Uh, but I think that there will probably be something. You know, I don't have a crystal ball, but this probably won't be my game of the year. But is there a world where it's in my top five? I think absolutely. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So I just don't know where he goes it? from here, though. I know he has to go back to air ride. I'm telling you, if you go anywhere <laughs> else, I you're I'm you know I'm I'm gonna have to if we go anywhere else, I'm gonna have to pick up that game just so that way I can say I played it and uh, give it a bad review because I want air ride. That's all I want from uh, Kirby. Next up, can uh, I can I throw maybe like two interesting places where I might want to see it go? Sure, I wanna I wanna see. So I have been playing casually uh, Kirby Mass Attack. That's a okay. Nintendo DS game. Nintendo one, yeah. And in that one, it's kind of like, uh, like Patapon and Locoroco a little bit, right? In that you like you like gather additional Kirby's by eating fruit, and you solve puzzles with the touchscreen by like gathering more Kirby's. I wouldn't right. mind seeing another one of those, or maybe another game like that. Uh, so that's my my first. Uh, my second is uh, seeing like Kirby Inside Story, like essentially getting the Bowser's Ooh. Inside Story, but like oh. what's inside of them? I don't know. That would be kind of nuts. Yeah, see, that's a good spinoff. Like maybe throw uh, throw Meta Knight and DDD in a tag team adventure inside of Kirby. Mm-hmm. Just have them having fun. Okay, I could definitely get behind that. Maybe and we then get a, a couple more if if you're if you're ready. I'm here. I'm listening. Uh, we could do another Kirby pinball game. Okay. Something like Dream Course. Okay. Or my wild suggestion is, you know, Kirby has a lot of, you know, enemy types that provide powers. But, like, what if we had some sort of, like, Pokemon-style game, and I don't know what it looks like. Is it more of, like, a turn-based? Is it a card game? But I would love to see them utilize all of the different enemies that they've, you know, created over the years in some sort of... Uh, I don't want to say role playing game, but like non traditional Kirby game. Okay, so you're you're definitely thinking, you know, we're moving straight into the the non traditional Kirby's uh, as basically as far away from a mainline Kirby as we can get. Correct? Yeah, we're we're two to four years away, I think, from another Kirby game unless we get DLC uh-huh. for this one, which I think is possible. Uh, but yeah, I want to see like a crazy wild look. I, I'm just upset that, you know, the 3DS is going away and you can no longer easily buy things on the eShop. And I'm a huge right. fan of Pocket Card Jockey on the 3DS. Have you played that one? I have not even heard of that. Pocket Card Jockey. Okay. It is halfway between horse racing and solitaire. Oh, shit. Yeah. I see. It is fabulous. Uh, I would say if you have a 3DS... It is the only place you can get it. Okay. It's fantastic. It's so good. Um, I would love to see like what that team could do with like the Kirby license. Again, that's Game Freak that put that together. That's like the Pokemon people. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, give we, give we Game more, Freak Kirby. Yeah. Give Game Freak Kirby. Put Kirby in Pokemon. No, I'm playing. Okay, Pocket <laughs> Cart Jockey. I'll definitely have to give this one a, a look-see. I have a 3DS sitting over here collecting dust. Um, maybe it might be about time to whip it back out. So good. Excellent. Well, nice, man. Uh, I think we're, we're pushing it. Only about fifty-two minutes in. We're not too. We're not like over anything. But do you have anything else before we decide to wrap up this week's episode? No, I, I think that uh, again, I uh, am really grateful that a fight on Twitter between Joseph and I led to me stealing <laughs> his show. Yes, he's been kicked out permanently. Uh, I mean, I absorbed him. I am. I am Kirby. Of course, that's right. Yeah. My apologies. I, I'm wearing like a really nice pair of Jordans, and I'm just. I am. Joseph now so uh, welcome to the new player player podcast uh, I'm your host Hell yeah Joseph McCourt welcome Joseph McCourt <laughs> love to hear it um, no nice. it was it was super fun to be here a- anytime you guys n- need someone if if someone breaks their face again I'm, I'm here <laughs> well I hope it's not me um, I'm hoping my face stays in intact for the rest of my life me too um, if it has to happen to the hoop man again I know he's always going to the dentist so <laughs> I mean I don't know if I should be putting his business out there bro but it seems like this man is always getting dental work done. Not to say it's not like he's, you know, anything wrong with him, but maybe his teeth just didn't get the right genes. Does he have like extra up. teeth? Because, you know, some people like have like ingrown teeth in their gums or like, you know, weird stuff like that. So maybe he's just got more teeth than the average human being. Maybe. I actually don't know. Um, I will ask him that next time I uh, talk to him. We're going to get we're going to get to the bottom of what's going on in the hoop man's mouth. We're going to get his mouthful mode next next time. I'm going to make a suggestion. So, if you've made it all the way here, tweet at player player pod. Yes. Joseph, how are your teeth? <laughs> how are your teeth? Followed by, or then period, then say, what that mouth do? <laughs> <laughs> how that mouth be? <laughs> how that mouth be? <laughs> you have to if you, if you uh, made it this far. Uh, well, all right, then. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Thank you all. It. Uh, so much for uh, listening to the Player Player Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your pot, bl- podcasting platform of choice. <laughs> Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, dang, this is an outdated script. When was the last time we did a giveaway? <laughs> I, I not, It has to have been more than, it might be more than two years. And I think the podcast has only been around for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller, of course, for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as Pax Arsenica. Um, Jacob, you want to go ahead and plug your socials, tell the world what you're up to, what you're doing? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, I host, hello, my name is Jacob McCord, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. That's where you can find me on all social media platforms. Um, I'm going to tell you about three things. One, I host a podcast called The Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for almost five years now. Uh, so if you love people who are you know, smart, funny, and mostly positive about video games, you should check us out. Uh, like Arsene said at the top of the show, uh, the, the boys from the Player Player podcast have been on the show twice before the Gato Roboto episode and the Pokemon Snap episode. So if you want a great place to start, I think that's the place. Uh, and Joseph, if his if I unabsorb him soon, I think he's coming on the show soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, again, if I nice. unabsorb him, if Only I spit then. him out. 
I mean, I guess it really wouldn't matter if you hold on to him because then you still get his knowledge. You know, so you're basically two people. So, you know, no rush. There's no uh, pressure to unabsorb him. Here's what I, here's what I promise. I will spit him out before the next episode of the player player podcast. Okay. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Cause hey, you're welcome. A, I'm here for you. It'll be a little tough if I had to run this whole uh, shebang by myself. You did so great. I do appreciate that. Thank you. You killed it. I appreciate that. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I host another podcast called cutscenes, the video game movie podcast. We're seasonal. We're on hiatus, but there's three seasons for you to check out if you love TV and movies. And I do a lot of stuff on TikTok. I'm doing daily gaming TikToks. So oh, I did not me. know that. Yeah, I've been doing it for like almost three months now. And let me tell you, TikTok's a wild platform. Okay. Wild in what way? Are we talking good wild, bad wild? Uh, You know, just a little bit different than, than what I'm used to. So uh, at Jacob McCord, if you want to check that out. All right. Y'all y'all heard it here first, folks. Um, Go check out Jacob's TikTok and only his TikTok. No, I'm playing. Go check out all <laughs> of his uh, socials. Give him a nice big old follow um, and tell him that he looks very handsome. Oh, thank you. And if you if you don't tell me, I'm not going to spit out Joseph. <laughs> yes, we please tell him, please, for the love of God. All right, guys. Uh, until next time, keep on gaming.